And joining us now for market analysis, Arlen Suderman, chief commodities economist at Stone X. Arlen, coming out of a three-day holiday weekend, we started higher across the board in grains and oil seeds. Looked like maybe a a little bit of a short covering type of rally, but we've been giving back uh, quite a bit of our gains in corn and soybeans here around midday. The wheat trade trying to hang on. What is uh, your assessment of just how this trade activity has been moving so far today? Well, Jesse, you said it very well, a short covering rally in the grain and oilseed market that uh, started overnight. And we did see some selling of it as we came into the U.S. day session. But uh, now we're getting some of that strength back once again, especially in, in wheat, where it's pretty much stayed the entire time. Uh, it, nothing really has changed fundamentally for these markets other than the fact that uh, we've had a couple of grain ships that were hit in the Red Sea region by Houthi rebels based in Yemen, with one of those ships now looking like it very well may sink. And that's kind of a game changer from the standpoint of strategy, because until now, it's been primarily cargo ships of, uh, of uh, container ships, I should say, of consumer goods, and um, in some cases, uh, crude oil. Um, and now grain is being involved in it. It really doesn't impact demand for U.S. grain that much. Um, but it, what it does do is make fund managers who have big short positions or sold positions in the grain and oilseed markets nervous, as well as end users uh, who have been going hand to mouth because of the speculative short positions are so large in these markets that they knew in the back of their mind if there were a headline that caused everyone to try to get out the door and unwind those short positions at one point. It could cause a sharp rally in prices. Now, corn and soybeans pull back off of those gains because the farmer in the U.S. and in Brazil is uh, undersold in looking for rally to sell, especially in Brazil, where the farmer there has uh, the lowest percentage of his corn and soybean crop sold of the last five or six years. And so uh, really looking for a rally to sell, um, but still kind of holding green on the screen for all three. Well, largely, too, looking for those rallies to sell. And you mentioned the uh, news in the Red Sea over the weekend. But outside of that, it just feels like there is uh, not much else in the way of fresh news. We had the USDA Ag Outlook Forum numbers last week, but those largely got digested by the market and we moved on. So now one has to wonder what's going to be the next big news item that could loom in front of these markets here in the short term, Arlen. Yeah, longer term, we are watching the weather forecast models for uh, center west Brazil for the winter corn crop or called the safrina corn crop, uh, which is being planted currently. Uh, planting pace is pretty much on pace with the five-year average at this point. We'll have most of the crop or should have most of the crop in the ground by the end of this month, which is pretty much on schedule. But some of the forecast models are saying below normal rainfall for that region for March and April. So that's something we'll watch. We have to see a significant problem with that crop really to boost demand for U.S. Uh, exports enough to tighten our supply since we currently have a 2.1 billion bushel carryout forecast. But it is something we'll be keeping our eyes on. Of course, the uh, uh, the planning intention survey results coming out on March 28th this year will be another item the market will be focused on. In the livestock trade, kind of a mixed tone there to start off the week. I wondered if there might be a little bit of uncertainty to kick off the week in cattle and hogs, but so far things have been relatively positive. Any notes in the proteins for us today? 
Yeah, as we look at that market, we are seeing a mixed bag in the in the live cattle market where we moved to new highs late last week um, for the move up there just below 186. And now we're kind of waiting for the cash market to catch up. Futures are trading about $5 above last week's cash trade. Uh, packer margins are still pretty compressed right now at this point and with slower chain speeds. This week's total may be closer to 600,000, maybe even below 600,000 head. Um, so really trying to slow down the chain speed to help uh, those packer margins. That should provide some support for the product market. Um, and then we'll see if the consumer will pay it. As we look at the hog market overall, that's a market that is once again seeing some strength, pushing the new highs for the move this morning, but struggling to sustain those highs. And that is Arlen Suderman, Chief Commodities Economist at StoneX, joining us for Midday Commentary coming up this afternoon on Market Talk. We're going to have a conversation about the markets with Matt Bennett from agmarket.net. We'll also talk grain bin safety with Jana Davidson from the Progressive Agriculture Foundation. Let's go do it for the Market Talk Midday Commentary for Tuesday, February 20th. I'm Jesse Allen.